Welcome to the HU Piratship Podcast. Hey, what's good, everybody? You can find us at www.hupirateship.com where we talk about the pirates. You can find us on all social media platforms. You can also find this podcast, podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Link and subscribe for all of our updates and new uh, content. It's year seven and episode number 63. I'm your host, Big Greek, along with Hampton Knight from the HU Pirate Ship. On to Charleston Southern. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm good, brother. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we're definitely going to uh, break down um, homecoming game this uh, against uh, Kennesaw State this past weekend. Go over to Big South uh, scoreboard. A lot of interesting things there. Go over to MEAC scoreboard. Talk about the rest of the HBCU football world. Some interesting things there. And then we'll preview Charleston Southern. And then we'll just give a quick uh, update and re- on the uh, women's, ba- women's basketball out-of-conference schedule. So a lot of stuff going on, so let's get to it. Homecoming. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, every long-time listen- listeners know that uh, I live in a triangle, and I'm a member of the uh, Durham-Chapel Hill uh, Alumni Association. I'm one of the executive members, I guess, actually. And... Um, we met at a bar for a watch party for homecoming. So it was nice. We had a nice turnout. We had a good group, a good company. The only thing is, man, all us in the bar, ready to watch. The stream didn't start until like after halftime. Um, so, <laughs> but luckily, you know, we had, we were having such a good time with each other. We, we, we didn't, I mean, it wasn't like, Hey, let's go home. We just kept talking and talking. So it was good. Just reminiscing about Hampton and, and our time there and some of our lives as they're, as we're growing up. So, but yeah, stream didn't start until after halftime. Um, there were no game notes, uh, prior to the game. There were no social media updates. Uh, the mm-hmm. live stats weren't working properly. Um, so honestly, man, I don't have an opinion on this game about like what happened uh, uh, from an X's and O perspective. Um, didn't watch it, and the school didn't put out anything about the game. So mm-hmm. um, just just before we really dive into it, um, the really the entire media portion, you know, from Hampton and how they are promoting football, really is the worst I've ever seen um, from the program. You know, so I, I am just chalking it up to uh, COVID, and uh, that's my hope. Because normally we reach out to folks, but I really don't feel like it at this point in time. There's so much going on. I'm just, I'm just gonna guess it's like COVID. Everything else is just uh, not working as it seems to be generally in society. So I'm just gonna hope it's that. <laughs> I, you know, I can I could barely go to Costco and get peanut butter, right? So I'm, I'm just, <laughs> so I'm hoping it's just. Just that maybe they couldn't get students because of all of the restrictions. Who knows? No. But I just no. know we can't no. find anything about what's going on. So 
That's really what happened to us at homecoming. Just for anyone who didn't know, the score was 34 to 15. Kennesaw State won that game. It seemed like mm-hmm. it was competitive at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, when I did, uh, when I was able to watch in the third quarter, it looks like Chris Dellis got a lot of playing time. I hoping it, I'm hoping it wasn't because Jeffy uh, Duffy was hurt, but like mm-hmm. I said, we'll never know because nobody says anything about what's going yeah. on with the program. Huh. So, yeah. but he did. He looks big. He looks the part, man. He's big. He's yeah. athletic. He doesn't have yeah. the zip yet, but you can get that going. Yeah. That's all I got on this game. What you got here tonight? I mean, I, I, I it was disappointing somewhat, but it, I guess the whole season from a. It's actually let me let me go back. It looks like the coaches, the players, mm-hmm. are trying their hardest. I appreciate the effort. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, they looks like they are out there to play. I'm sure they're practicing, doing all the work, but everything else is slacking, man. Whoever's job it is to 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 communicate what's going on is is unfortunate, yeah. man. So that's my I'm off my soapbox there. Uh what what what's what did you think of the game against Kennesaw State? Honestly, man, I I had other things to do. So <laughs> I mean it's not it is not to be, I would say, um, you know, not to dr- put a knife through them. I mean, honestly, um, I was at my son's soccer game. And when I started, when I looked on Twitter, and of course, you always either hashtag, you know, Hampton or homecoming, or you start seeing, um, you start seeing the commentary from the Ogden Circle, which is a Facebook alumni group, or other ver- uh, various social media alumni group saying, we can't watch the game. What's going yep. on? And I'm sitting here thinking like, oh. And this is, to me is, I mean, even though this, I don't think this has happened, you know, but this is a perfect metaphor for not for this season, but for the program, you know. And the reason why is because we had the situation at, um, at the graduation where, you know, students weren't, you know, they didn't, their, the faces didn't match the graduation. They skipped names. You know, certain people, I, I, we heard that had a picture of a dog where <laughs> they heard their name. And we're just sitting here like, who is in charge? I mean, I, I just feel that sometimes that Hampton, it's like, I, I, I mean, and this is not about the football program. I think when, I'll just say it like this. There was a recent commercial with uh, Will Packer, uh, Terrence J, um, DJ Envy, Taraji P Henson, and Diddy, and it might have been a few more. But they, you know, these are celebrities of um, oh, and Sam Jackson, and these are celebrities of HBCUs, and you know, they're all talking about like what the HBCU has and all this. You know, A and T, FAMU, these are really uh, great um, state-supported institutions. And they have uh, FAMU's old money, but with a little bit of new money. A&T is all new money. So, you know, it's like, like I would look at A&T is that Tesla, whereas <laughs> FAMU right. is the, what's FAMU? FAMU is almost like a, what's it Cadillac, call? you know, that STS. Yeah, ca- yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, XTS. You know, it's like, it's a nice, nice ride, you know, but it does kind of ride like a boat after a while. <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of like old school, you know, you see only church, you know, church brothers driving it, driving that whip, you know, and, you know, and then there's Howard, you know, I would say Howard is that classic binge, right, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, because they still have, like, you know, new, st- new school status, 
you know, and I look at Hampton, you know, Hampton is like the, it's an old program. It's like old, it's old money. And I consider it like, I wouldn't call it the Buick because a Buick I wouldn't call a uh, luxury. But it, it's like, you know, people who still like Lincolns, you know, like, oh man, Lincolns back in the day, ooh, that town car, you know. Yeah, the Broham, you know, it's just like, ah, man, you know, that's what Hampton is becoming, you know, it's just like, it's like, you cannot have, it's like a program I feel, we always feel is like run by older folks and, you know, they always say, oh, we need, we love to have a nice young brother like yourself come on in here and then help us out. And then when the brother starts saying, well, you know, I can help you with this. We can add this. And they're like, no, nah, we don't want that. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's just emblematic of, you know, a lot of things going on with the university. And I just feel like, man, it's like, Lord have mercy. You guys got to update, you know? And as much as we love the school, it's just like, man, it's just like, once I saw that the broadcast was out, I know it's, it's you know, it's a once in a, it happens every now and then, you know, we get it. But this, you cannot keep a university trapped in this old school method. I'll say it like this. Okay. Hampton is like, a lot of Hampton alums leave uh, Hampton as soon as they graduate. You know, they don't stay. But the locals are not really supporting the university. Right? In a case of point, and I don't want to compare it to Notre Dame, but Notre Dame is in the middle of nowhere. So... A lot of, I, I don't imagine a lot of Notre Dame um, graduates uh, still stay in that area. They leave. But the local community, of course, support Notre Dame. And Hampton, I just think, is that little kingdom in the middle of an area where it gets very, it gets community support, but not like how it used to. So it was just, I mean, that's just my little rant. But honestly, um, about the game, uh, I really don't have really any opinion of it. I just saw that the team really, really came out and played really hard initially. And I just don't want my whole thing about this program. All right. A lot of the alums did hate losing to Norfolk State. That was hard on them, you know, because and two and two does not mean the season is over. It's like, I think. I think that, you know, even if you're playing and with all programs, you're two and two, it's like you still got room to grow. You know, I just think for us, you know, we were a little bit hurt with the Norfolk State loss. And, um, you know, that Norfolk State loss was just something that was, uh, I want to say inexcusable, but it happened. You know, we kind of saw it had coming, you know, especially the way we played, like we're Virginia Union. So, as far as the game, I did see Chris Zellis play a little bit. Um, he does need a little bit more zip on his passes because there was a play where he had Jada Kiss on, a, I think, two steps on the defender. He underthrew it, drew a penalty, but yeah. it just wasn't, you know, it's just, I mean, I know he's young. He's, you know, he's really young, but these are things that we have to, he, I mean, he, he'll have to learn himself. Um, but I'm surprised if he's, um, if he, I mean, we did hear, um, we did hear words from our little source that yeah, he might be that one because you know we were still thinking that will be number seven or number uh, or number sixteen with Hall, I think, and um, we were thinking it was one of those two, and then he was like, oh, you know, I need to look out at number one. So 
You know, but at the end of the day, uh, we play them hard at times, but I still feel that we have horses just like uh, um, Kennesaw State, but we just don't know how to play yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, that's right on there. I mean, the players, you know, you shared a video of the game and I was able to just watch a little bit of it. And, you know, they, this is the most physical I've seen the team be uh, this year, at least. And even though, you know, the, the score wasn't particularly close, they weren't pushed over like 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 against like old old dominion um so the effort was there the execution wasn't necessarily there uh, but yeah they got a, a ways to go but just going back to just the other little things like the way information is being disseminated or not to fans and folks interested in the program is unacceptable it just is and this is not um this is not the standard of excellence that we've all been had beaten into our heads about, you know, how things are supposed to run. And quite frankly, the players and the coaches deserve better. They deserve better. And, and so do the fans. I mean, and they the do. we all deserve I better. Mean, <laughs> you know what? And, and this is not a shot at anybody because, I mean, I do know that um, a lot of people in that department really work hard. Yes, they do. But, you know, but it's just like whatever the message is, it's just like, good, Google it. Google it. Like, I like, it's like, we have starting to see that the basketball team is making little videos. It's like, my thing is, do y'all get the, that this is what people want to see kids recruits. They got, they got to see this stuff. This is how you draw interest for your program. You have students on campus, you know, find them. Or if you can't find students, there are people like, listen, I lived in Atlanta for a while. I used to, I lived in downtown Atlanta. I would ride my bicycle around the belt line of the, of the of the actual city. And I would say probably like every about a quarter mile, it's always somebody shooting a video, a rapper, you know, or some up and coming little artist or something shooting something. You could find people with a video camera and just start video, just videotaping stuff. And this is the reason why I say this is because Auntie created a video of the coach who I think he like bit a uh, beer can off. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, that was, yeah, that went viral, man. This, went this viral. week, this week, and he was just yeah, it, it was nothing, but it was just and he was rapping, he was <laughs> rapping, and he was just like, you know, I see that, and I'm just like, man, okay, it's not like I don't want no handy coaches to emulate that or do that, but it's just like stuff like that. It's like what young kids want to see. I work with them. You know, I, I I I see what they want. You know, like they like that little stuff. I'm not saying you have to kind of move on that level, but whatever it is, okay, this old money stuffy blue blue suit wearing stuff is over. Stop it. We can't. I can't. We can't no more. <laughs> no, that's over. You're right. It's yeah. over. And and actually, it's not just a you thing. Like I want to see that. Like. I spend most of my time on social media. Like I, I barely watch TV. Um, mm -hmm. I try to cancel direct TV. They won't let me. So I just keep it. But, oh you know, God. I get all my information, everything from social media. Like we're there. Everybody's there. But our programs are not. So we can go on about this mm -hmm. forever. But y'all got to do no. better, man. Yeah. Do better. Yeah. So and, you know, props to the players. Y'all, you know, it, it's um. Y'all um, yeah. we ain't got no issues. We don't have no issues with you or the coaches. We we never mind. I mean, coaches, players, y'all good. Just 
we know we know who our beef is with, who the alumni's beef is with, and we're gonna be beefing forever until this stuff is right. <laughs> right. Right. So that's uh it with homecoming there, but let's move on to the big South scoreboard, man. So actually a lot of interesting things happen um this week in the big south football wise. So we already talked about our game. North Carolina AT narrowly defeated North Alabama. Hey, Hampton Knight. A&T's learning. It ain't a cakewalk, right? <laughs> like you cannot. The worst team in the Big South is still going mm-hmm. to fight. They're still going to fight for four quarters. They're mm-hmm. going to be bigger, stronger, mm-hmm. not necessarily faster, but bigger, yeah. stronger than what you used to mm-hmm. seeing from the cellar dwellers and the Miacs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. y'all just learning that. So that North Alabama game was probably closer than what everyone thought, but I, mm-hmm. I know it was going to be close because A&T just, they don't have that muscle memory yet. And yeah. um, they make too many mistakes. Um, they were, so They were up at halftime 24 to seven. Yep. And they just, and then uh, they actually came back and tied the game up uh, North, out Northern Alabama. They just missed what well, I think they missed a field goal or they just uh, were at one point shy. So yeah. And T man, they need to watch out. Yep. 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 They got to get it together. Uh, and they have Kenna, they are traveling to Kennesaw State this Saturday for Kennesaw State's homecoming. Ooh. Yeah. They put an HBCU for their homecoming. AT, please don't bring your band. Yeah, don't I'm about to that. say, did they pay for the. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't look. Aggies, don't bring your band. I promise you, when we went played and we ain't been married, everyone's like, where's your band? Where's your band? Where's your band? I just remember my wife saying, my wife didn't even go to HBCU. She would seems like I had to stop her so many times. It's like almost ready to cuss. We didn't bring no effing band. We're, <laughs> we're, we're not here to entertain you. We're here to win the game. I was like, babe, you can go to school. I don't care. I'm just like, auntie, don't bring the band. Right. Like, don't be like what those guys did in Baton Rouge Southern, you know, go to University of Georgia and then like march into the stadium like it's your stadium i mean that was, oh, that was shameful man southern ought to be ashamed of for that <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see i mean we, the, the good we thing we want a halftime <laughs> well that don't they don't care in this conference about that man. do not care do not, not care no halftime <laughs> at all <laughs> so um but you know, good thing for Ant is that they are still two and zero in the Big South, so they find a way to get it done. And this weekend it will be the true test against Kennesaw State. Uh, the other uh, team on the Big South is Monmouth. Man, they lost to Princeton. Um, mm. They still got everything ahead of them as far as the conference is concerned. But you know, they, yeah. they're having some struggles. I wonder what's going on there. I haven't looked too deeply, but they did yeah. lose to Princeton, so they got some. Princeton four and zero. Princeton four and zero. They're they're a good program. Yeah, they're a good yeah. program. Man, I, I I am gonna lie. I was a little shocked that you know, because uh, I I watched some of that game and Monmouth actually was um was up late, you know, uh, in the third they were up twenty one to uh, uh twenty one to fourteen, and then Princeton just like just wheeled off seventeen points in that fourth quarter, and mm-hmm. they just couldn't hold on to that lead. So yeah, that was a good one too. Wow. Okay. Yep. Uh, then. Another inter- interesting score, Charleston Southern lost to Robert Morris. So Robert Morris mm-hmm. is projected to finish last in the Big South, but yeah. they got the win over 
Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern is 0-2 in the Big South, and Robert Morris oh. is 1-1. So that's interesting score there. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Any any thoughts there, man? I, I tried to watch that. That Jack Chambers, we'll talk about him coming up, but that yeah, Charleston I, Southern quarterback is pretty good. Yeah, I actually watched it. I watched about like a quarter and a half of it, and yeah, Charleston Southern is actually impressive, but Robert Morris, the way they played, I was just like, okay. All right, they, you know, they actually had like a flurry of points on the fourth quarter. We scored 18 in the fourth. Mm. And I was just sitting here thinking like, oh, Lord, like they literally like Charleston Southern had them dead to rights. They were up 24 to seven. And then Robert Morris, I don't know what, what's up with these late fourth quarter comebacks. You saw Lamar Jackson do it and all these other programs do it. But Robert Morris, you know, just played like we haven't seen them play like this all season, but. They did well in Charleston Southern. I just, I, it just looked like they, they kind of coasted, and it was just too late. Hmm. Yep, yep. That's the that's the problem, you know. And I watched Robert Morris when they played Howard a couple weeks ago. Uh, there's not much there, but I guess they putting it together. <laughs> you know, it's not. Yeah. They, they're not much there. I mean, they 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 are definitely building a program. I don't know about even rebuilding. And uh, the final game of the Big South scoreboard was uh, Campbell over Gardner-Webb, 42-28. to 28. I mean, you know, high scoring. The only thing I'll say is that Campbell is looking sneaky good. So I don't know if they, you know, have it to win the, the, the title. But, the, you know, even from the beginning of the year, I just thought that uh, they have potential to do some damage this year. So watch out for the fighting camels <laughs> and i think they're playing with their backup quarterback too they don't have yeah I yeah, think, yeah i forgot what his name is the brother but they got this their backup is doing work man oh he is you know campbell you know has a great coach you know very good coach you know he's an nfl guy so you know he's he has that program headed in the right direction they don't show any flash you know they're just basic grits you know just you know power game you know, solid football team all the way around. So, yeah, they're really good. Yep. And as we just a, a side note, when we talk about social media, it's just, <laughs> just as a template for how to do things. Just check out Campbell and how they disseminate information about their program. I mean, they could sign like a place kicker. They're going to make it look like he was the best place kicker in the world. It's just they yeah. got a really good. You know, they communicate extremely well what, what's going on with their Absolutely. program. So, yeah, they're, they're doing and you it know right. What? And they realize they don't have a profile. And so they have to create their profile. I think Hampton is always, well, we Hampton. We don't need to create. Yeah, Hampton. that's it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> exactly. yes, you do. Yes, yes, you do. Kids kids don't care about old stuff. They don't know who Justin Duran is. They don't know who Alonzo Coleman is. And, you know, or, you know, and that was recent. Right, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, they don't care about that stuff. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just a good example of what can be done. Um, so, yeah, so that's it with the Big South scoreboard. Let's move on to the MEAC scoreboard. Howard beat Morgan State. That was a brutal beatdown <laughs> that Morgan State received at the hands that's of what, Howard, man. That's what Tyrone Wheatley get. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's struggling, man. I thought he was going to be yeah. better. No, I didn't because this is the problems with these HBCUs hiring you know, they think just because they got a guy that played at Michigan and coached at Michigan that, you know, that's going to rub off on them. You don't know if that guy can coach or not. You yeah. know, it's like, stop doing that stuff. You know, that's what you get. 
And, you know, and honestly, and Howard is coached by another SEC position coach with Larry Scott. But Howard, you know, it's like he has them going in the right direction. You know, and I'm not, and let me go ahead and say this too. Tyrone Wheatley did have it going in the right direction last year, but this year they look bad. Yeah, they look bad. Terrible. They're the Mississippi Valley of the MEAC right now. That's true. Hey, let me throw something out here. Yeah. Can Howard win the MEAC? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. South Carolina State, you know, they, yeah. they show us some chinks in the armor. Oh, no, they, South Carolina State's done. And, and that's Central South. ain't, you know, Central <laughs> ain't world beaters. Yeah. Delaware yeah. State ain't world beaters. Yeah. Uh, I guess Northern um, State. It's it was just State. crazy talk, but I think how Norfolk State. Yeah, they could do you something. Know what? They could do something. I want to see what they do against Delaware. I mean, matter of fact, are they going to Lynchburg? Because they never went to Lynchburg. You know, that's what I want to know. Are they going to Lynchburg? Not Lynchburg. I'm sorry, Orangeburg. You know, yeah. they never went down there. And uh, yeah, we'll see what they do against Delaware State, though. And yep. and we'll see what they do against Central because Central did. I mean, they can still pull a rabbit out the hat since they did beat. Uh, all corn. That was a long time ago. It was a long a- time Central ago. Ask the Central fans. <laughs> that oh, was God. a long man. They they in bad oh, shape, man. They in bad they, spirits. You know what? You know, every time I when when you say bad shape, it's just like a person that uh, you know that you went to school with, and you know you've been here from the grapevine. Yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> yes, man. Yeah. I just know Carolina Central is like man. You, you, oh, you, you seen you seen Central? Oh, no, no, no. How was he doing? Man, he in bad shape, man. Ooh. He, <laughs> yeah, done, man. Like, well, he done lost about 50 pounds, but it ain't that good 50 pounds. You know, like how you how you work out and you lose 50. It ain't like that. He don't feel skinny now. Yeah, I've heard that too many times yeah. in my adult life, sadly. So, yeah, the, and, and that's how their <laughs> alumni are acting, man. Those guys are not happy. So, <laughs> I, I think Howard could do something, man. Uh, oh my God, let how it went to me. You would never hear the end of it again. Yeah, you don't. Oh you don't hear God. the end of it even if they lose all the games. So oh I, I think it would be great for the celebration bowl. Okay, first of all, it would be what Howard against Jackson State or Howard oh. against, or Howard against who? Let's say if Jackson State, like I don't think they lose no more, but Howard against Alcorn or Howard against oh, maybe Fam you. Yeah. You know, Oh uh, man, they would beat the brakes off of Howard. If we beat the brakes off of Howard, they will beat the break. They'll beat the black off of Howard. They'll beat the pro blackness <laughs> off of Howard. Man. Let's keep it real. But the pro blackness. I think they can get there. One. I think we I think they can sneak in. Yeah, they could. And you know what? Larry Scott got them moving in the right direction. You know, it's just because I, I did. I've seen some of his interviews, and I saw the interview. I think at the Hampton Howard game after halftime, and. He, Said it like, if you want to, be, if you want to ride with us, you need to be on the ship right now when we losing, just so I know who's here, who's ready. And so I'm like, I, I'm I'm with them. I like that, you know. So you know, they definitely headed in the right direction with him. You know, it's just like Howard, man. Howard either gets a great coach, and then that coach looks for something else. Like, um, what's him call it over at Mike London? Mike London. You know, he was an excellent coach. He was excellent at Howard. They were that he had that program rocking, and you and you see the quality, you know, like Mike London. And then um, after that, you know, they brought in Prince, and we've seen Prince at Kansas State, and we knew about him. 
ass. Oh God. And but but then before that they had flea. Oh God. And that's when I lived across the street from there. And you know, I lived across I left uh when Flea was leaving and no, I was still there when London was there. But I think Flea just yeah, Flea, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. I, I saw him at IHOP a little bit too much on off of 14th and um I forgot what the cross street was. He was there too many times at different times of the day. So yep, yep. so uh but yeah, but that's what I think about Howard. You know, it's just like they'll get a good coach and they'll leave, and hopefully Larry Scott will get success and bounce too. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you can't even keep nobody there, man. They got porta potties in their stadium. Man, get out of here. Hey, man. we're trying to we're trying to be nice. Hold up, John Group could take a job there. Oh man, you have how rocking, man. Oh uh, nah, we can't. Nah, that man's done. He's done. Spider Y2 banana. That's what you call him all day. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> you think so? Man, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's yeah, done. Right. Yeah. He's oh, done. But yeah. though, yeah, man. So yeah, they could do something in the VAC and the Delaware State, they won, beat Virginia, Lynchburg. Eh, not skip over that they beat, one. They beat Bishop Sycamore. That's what they Yo, beat. They, <laughs> they beat they, you know, got a nerve to call himself a cows. But hey, we should have had enough for homecoming, honestly. That's true, man. That's true. Central uh lost to Tennessee Tech, uh 27. No, yeah, 27-16. And then FAMU, they're rolling now. They beat uh, South Carolina State 30-7. to seven. Yeah, I'm not really impressed with that win because FAMU honestly should have put up at least 40 on South Carolina State. South Carolina State looks bad. They, leave, they even almost happened look, because they started out okay. You know what? We saw this coming in the spring when A&M had beat South Carolina State. And honestly, South Carolina State has been slipping for you. For the past four years, honestly, because I remember we beat them at Hampton, and that was like I think Jalen Williamson was a quarterback, and that was like what 2016. Mm-hmm. And we beat them at 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 Armstrong, and I just remember that game, just like oh my god, South Carolina State, you know, because they always had a good offensive line, a decent quarterback, and a very good defense. But when we beat them there, I was like, oh, this team. That, that something's not right there. And they've always had, you know, reliable players, but they just don't look good this year, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're struggling. Um, that's why I think, you know, Howard can do something in the MIAC. Um, oh, God. So <laughs> I'm not going to say that again. I'm going to throw up in my mouth. But, yeah, so that's well, the MIAC scoreboard. Might, might do something, though. Yeah, he might. He might. He might. They, they, they just put a lot on Pooty's shoulders. So, you know, you know, they need to, you know, get some – you know, and he can have a bad game, bad weather, you know, falls coming. You never know. Well, uh, I've never seen a, a, a person by the name Pootie, you know, be hurt or harmed through weather, weather or have, like, you know, <laughs> difficulties through weather. And Pootie, I know I could see him skirting up and down the street, you know, in all weather. So, yeah, <laughs> so Pootie ain't gonna have no issues. That's true. That's true. Pootie. <laughs> That's true, man. Well, on to the rest of the HBCU scoreboard. Some interesting games. And I guess the one that stuck out for me, we can go over the other ones, but it's really Jackson State over Alabama, Alabama AM. And I don't really like talking about them too much. I think you know they're covered a lot. But man, first oh, of all, boy. our former coach. 
Maynard talking <laughs> trash. <laughs> it got whooped, right? But Jackson State, the way they beat them, the thing that stood out for me when that game was their defense. Like yeah. they were bigger and in better yeah. shape than yeah. Alabama, and they just beat them. It wasn't even close. So, yeah. man, that was the thing that stood out for me. I mean, they they are physical especially on defense mm-hmm. and they just beat up mm-hmm. Alabama and that man. Um, and it's, and then they gave uh, Maynard that little pink scooter to ride around yeah. on. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a one trash talk, a one trash. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, it's like Maynard brought it on himself. He been yeah. doing that everywhere. You know, when he was at Winston-Salem state, he was up there calling out a to come play him. Nice. I mean, Kyle Almeida is a wolf ticket seller, man. He's the Deontay Wilder of <laughs> HBCU. <laughs> I mean, think about it, man. Like, he, like he. I mean, we saw this when he was at Hampton. He came in there like some swashbuckling charlatan, like Rex Ryan. And now, <laughs> and he didn't even back it up. I mean, I just remember the very first game we had him play. He we coached. He coached against Old Dominion at Old Dominion, and actually he played. They that team was good. I think we ended up losing to Old Dominion by ten. And I just remember after that game, you know, he was talking like, "Yeah, man, you know, we should have put up another twenty on them, but you know, just like I guys just weren't ready to my system yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And that coach disrespected me, and I'm sitting here like, "Oh, this man for real, for real." So I'm thinking, we're thinking like, oh, my God, we're going to have something here. And then he laid an egg that whole season. <laughs> it's like, if you could coach, if you could coach anything, you can coach that bad team that we had at Hampton. And they, they were, that team was bad. Mm-hmm. And so, it's, you know, he brought that high-flying, swashbuckling style to AM, where I feel, you know, I've been to Huntsville many and, you know, it, you know, it kind of resonates down there. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, uh, kind of, it's a family atmosphere, but, you know, they, you know, they can talk a little trash up there. It's fine. You know, he, he got A&M, you know, he, they won the swag. Um, but, you know, it was a, how should I say, a, uh, it was tainted. I'll just say it like that. And you know he did beat Jackson State, but he beat Jack he beat Jackson State before uh, Sanders could get his dogs in there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, now Sanders like got his dogs in there, and you know what? He he wasn't even talking. Dion didn't say nothing. Dion was just like, you know, I'm gonna let my pass do the talking. And they <laughs> they 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 beat like you think about it. They put twenty up in the first quarter, then the thirteen in the second, and the twenty one in the third. Mm. A&M only scored on, on the second and the fourth, and that was just two gimme touchdowns. So now it's like we were talking about Akil Glass, you know, like, oh, man, he's probably going to be, you know, he, he's going to be a swag player of the year. You know, you know they, they're just going to be everything. But, no, it's like Connell Maynard resurfaced again. I do wonder, did he, is he getting in front of his team and not allowing his team to, you know, to play like that, but you know, all those coaches were at Hampton, and I, I liked, I liked the quarterback coach. I, I, you know, I really liked him, and I liked his, um, his OC, um, his OC, and then you know, it's like all the coaches were at Hampton. You know, the the line coach, all those guys. Yeah, you know, those are good. Those are good. Um, those were very good assistants. But I mean, ah, 
from what I saw, they like they lost, they, they did, and it just last the ball, and they, like they got beat in the trenches, like glass. Yes. Man, he was, yes. man, he got, he was hurting after that game. He got rocked. And the other thing that Alabama and it was same thing I saw with Maynard when he was at Hampton. His teams don't pay attention to the details. No, like they just they they're sloppy, man. They just don't care about all phases of the game. It was the same exactly. It's just high flying offense, and you know, just scoring enough points, and then you know, hold on to the end. Yeah, you know, the defense, you know, the defense, you know, this is not what they never had a good defense. Never, Never. I've never seen Maynard with a good defense, so he don't care. Yeah, he don't care. They, they took that ass whooping, and they, I hope he's and I hope he's riding. I mean, I do wonder did they take that pink scooter? Somebody had to take that pink scooter. Well, they left it on the field, so somebody at A and M had to at least pick it up and put it in the trash. Somebody. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, Maynard was a coach that let Norfolk State wave that flag on our uh, our, our emblem. Oh, that was him. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. that was him. That oh. was him. Yeah. So wow. You know, so you know the other game that was interesting. Not, I didn't even. I've watched some of it, but Mississippi Valley State and Bethune Cookman. Yep. Not, not because it was a great game, but because how far Bethune Cookman mm-hmm. has fallen. Now, yeah. I've never loved their coach. He doesn't always mm-hmm. pay attention yeah. to the details either. But he, he he's a too. good coach. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but man, uh, HBCU game day. Shout out to them. They did a, a story on all the crap that's happening at Bethune Cookman's in their athletic department. And man, they are struggling. I mean, they cut mm. a couple million from their app from yeah. their scholarships and they 10%, got up, 10%. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. The the head trainer left and they got this yeah. new AD and and that head trainer was the one who was responsible for building a world-class sports medicine department. And yeah. And then, you know, this is why we kind of felt that Lynn Thompson, you know, he was very tight-lipped about why he left, but we see it. They probably was trying to, like, push him out. But this is my thing. If you ain't got the money and you got a program that's being, built, bringing, in, bringing you in money, you got to figure out how to keep that program intact that, that continues to bring in money. But if the money that is going into the program exceeds what's um, – well, while it's coming out, then yeah, I get it. But you don't, you just trim the fat at certain areas, though. It's like Thompson, man, was a, I mean, he was a jewel to HBCUs. You know, mm-hmm. that sports medicine department was a jewel to HBCUs. That volleyball team was a jewel to the MEAC. And it's just like I've had, um, I've had three aunts great aunts who are deans in those departments at that university. And, you know, they've all, you know, passed on. And I know they would just be sick with what they're hearing about. And then the whole idea, the whole thing with the dorm situation where, where they got some little, I don't know, what was that? Like some, some, some dorm deal that cost way more than what the dorm was worth. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, it's just funky little politics like that. You know, it's just like these are the type of things that, you know, get folks, you know, folks get hands put on them, honestly. And I don't and I feel sorry for the coach for Sims and some of the Bethune players that have to deal with this crap. And then they went out and hired Reggie Diaz. You got it. Yeah, that was wild. That that, that's, that, that borders uh, on malpractice. That's, 
that that's that's just like working for that's like that's that's bush league that's chicken wing joint you know i mean that's 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 you know a fish plate that's like churches doing fish plate to get a daggone 80 stock and the fact of the matter is bethune cookman then they said that bethune cookman could not get um they could not, uh, the players weren't allowed to train. So they had to furlough salaries between, I think, July and, uh, not July, like from December to July or something that the, the players couldn't, you know, couldn't meet on campus. And so that, like that, I get it. If you ain't got the money, I got it. But at the same time, though, whatever that old president, first of all, that old, that former president was friends with Betsy DeVos. So, you know, Whoever brought, whoever that board of trustees are, all you little clowns there need to be pushed out. Well, clowns. hey, hey, she was on our campus too, so. Well, of course, we got the head clown on our campus. Man. <laughs> right. I, so this man bad. got, I, I mean, honestly, if you think hey, about hey, it. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can pivot. I'm just saying, we got, oh, man. We could do another I'm podcast on, on that. I'm going to just say this one thing. This dude. When he looked out the window, he got a statue of himself pointing right back at him. Oh, yeah, that's wild. Oh, my God. I need to do that in my yard, my front yard. You know what? I do that, too. Just have a statue of me just pointing right back at him. And then, <laughs> you know what? It's how petty it is, man. The next president ain't going to come in and be like, man, I can't even look out the window and just do like, you know what? Oh, this is mine. Man, when you put it like that, okay. Dang. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. We can. We, we're gonna do a show on that. Um, yeah. I think that's it with the swag. Um, yeah. CIAA, Bowie State. They're still rolling. I like them, man. I almost. Yeah. Anyway, they they beat Chawan, uh fourteen yeah. to three, and then yeah. Other thing that was interesting, I saw Winston Salem State. They bounced back. That's that's cool to bounce back from seventy three to whatever loss and. Oh. Uh, Winston Salem uh, beat Johnson C. Smith, so I, you know, be- to bounce back from that is 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 I, that's a feat, I guess, to to make that happen. <laughs> Johnson C. Smith though is on five, so I um, mean, I know, I know, I know, but nah, I mean, let, let, let's see what they do next week, Winston. Well, they got St. Augs, so yeah, oh yeah, they got St. Aug and they got rid of Kershaw, so. Yeah. You know, oh, we, yeah. Kurt, another know. pirate. <laughs> Former we pirate. know about Kershaw. Bye. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> One person can change the whole <laughs> tenor. So Project. Yes. Yes. Gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So I don't know. Not much in the SIC. I guess there, you know, um, yeah. there was, yeah, anything to mention there? I don't think so. Keep going. Nah, I said, you know, Fort Valley is a team, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I'm glad to see Kentucky State still doing it because they're you know they're trying to close them down too. So, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to Charleston Southern. Uh, Charleston Southern preview. That's who the Pirates take on this week in at Charleston Southern. Uh, Charleston Southern. They're on a three game losing streak. They are one and three overall. They. Started the season off with a good win over Citadel, but then they lost to Monmouth, East Carolina, and Robert Morris. So they are reeling right now and mm-hmm. saying, hey, we can get healthy against the Pirates. Um, mm-hmm. If you're looking for anything from them, I mean, they're pretty they're, – they're a solid team. Um, yeah. There's nothing that's going to scare you. They're just mm-hmm. a football team um, mm-hmm. that plays at the FCS level. 
Jack Chambers, their quarterback, is pretty good. I mean, he kind of reminds me of JJ. He's short. Baller. Baller. Yeah, yeah but he's, he's a, baller. a baller. Yep. He mm-hmm. averages almost 300 yards passing per game. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's the weakest link so far in our team. So they're yeah. going to, it's going to be an interesting matchup there. They average 422 yeah. yards of offense and they yeah. spread it around. So this is what's dangerous. They have four receivers averaging 60 yards per game. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be a challenge. I say Hampton can win this game if they keep Chambers on the sideline, if they don't have any turnovers because they've been bit by that the past couple weeks, and if somehow they can run the ball and get 200 yards to keep Chambers on the sideline. If they do those three things, the Pirates should win. But other than that, man, I I don't have much else about Charleston Southern. What what do you think? What are your thoughts? Well, we see the the Buccaneers. They're Buccaneers, right? Well, we haven't beat them before. They they came to Armstrong, I think, Prunty's first year, and we lost because we started. What's that dude? Bruce? <laughs> Big Bruce? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That dude. I actually, I think I saw I saw him uh, a few times up here. Um, one time, that dude's big. That dude's huge. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we lost to him then. And then we went down, uh, I think, in 2019 and lost to him in a squeaker. Like, and we should have won that game, honestly. Jadakiss dropped a, uh, he dropped a surefire touchdown pass and had it, you know, it's just, yeah, like a three-step on this guy. But, mm-hmm. um, but I do think, um, hopefully, if we, we, if we know anything about quarterbacks, uh, what we saw in Norfolk State with Pootie, then we should hopefully have enough experience with Chambers, you know, rushing. He, I mean, this man... He's averaging like what 50 to 70 yards rushing. Ooh. And then he's and then you know 330, you know, 300 yards passing. Ooh. So he's a he's a perfect offensive weapon. And they do have a, a lot of very good receivers. So um, so I think that the way that we win is if I mean, I'm not gonna we're not gonna keep anybody off the sideline. So if we do not have any turnovers. Yeah. And I do think jumping out early doesn't mean anything. We just got to match them blow for blow and just hopefully they mess up. Because if we can match them blow for blow. And then another thing is if our running game is able to take time off the clock, I'm talking about good time. And we have a, a considerable running game that which we can open up the play pa- play action pass and which we do, which is very good because I do like we play those uh, slant games and we play those um, and we put the tight ends out there. Then I think we'll be fine. So I would say more rushing attack with um, with Jada Kissel and, and Grimsley over the top. And, you know, uh, and uh, I, I think that wins it. Um, as far as defense is concerned, we don't really have that much of a pass rush. And I think that our, our secondary is still, you know, trying to figure it out. So I think if we keep them off, if we can establish a run game and uh, just score when we need the points, like good scores, you know, and keep Chambers like, you know, I would say three, like not three and outs, but not getting to where they need, then I think we'll need to be, then I think we'll be pretty good in good shape yep i agree that sounds like a great game plan so hopefully we'll be catching that one this saturday so let's move on to something that uh some uh, uh good good thoughts here and on a good note um the women's basketball uh team they released the out of conference schedule so we'll, we'll dive deeper into basketball as it approached but 
just a heads up for as people roll around to basketball and think, yo, both men's and women's teams are going to be very competitive this year and mm -hmm. uh, have the opportunity to, to make some real noise in the big South. So start gearing up for that. They're going to be really uh, good this year. A lot of good new players and returning players coming for East side. Mm -hmm. So women, they're playing at Columbia at Delaware state. They have Richmond at home at East Carolina at James Madison at William and Mary. They have Liberty at home at Norfolk state. And then let's see, they have William and Mary at home and then they have Furman at home on December 20th. So that's a really close uh, schedule for the most part, all easy bus rides, except maybe Columbia. And um, yeah, it, you know, it's a good uh, manageable schedule for uh, pirates in the uh, home region. So we can check out a lot of their games. They're going to need the support, but uh, uh, they're going to be really good. So lots of opportunities locally to catch the lady pirates. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So, I do. Um, I'll, I'll say, hopefully we do get some of our injuries um, to come back. Um, I do like Var um, Lauren Varnsdale. Uh, did I pronounce it right? Uh, it? I think it's Van Arsdale. Van Arsdale. Oh, she is amazing. Yep. So um, hopefully, you know, she'll, she'll be, she'll be ready to go. Um, we got players on this team, though. I just want to see uh, how this Townsell, you know, Townsell, Nyla Young, I want to see how they progress. So we got players. I just want to see how they pro progress. And, you know, I just feel that this could be a good year that Six gets it together. You know, I'm just, um, I, you know, I just hope Six teams his teams are, you know, they always start off, you know, kind of strong and then they kind of like, you know, fade away towards the end. I think if he, Rafa, please don't run him to death. Before yeah, but I say he runs him hard, starts. man. He runs don't him hard. Don't run him too hard, six, you know, it's like, okay, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And so, because by, by the end of it, you know, it's going to run out. You know, they've been playing all the defense. So, yep. so I just hope that, you know, that they'll be fresh in the beginning. And they should be fresh because they really haven't played in a while. So, yeah. Uh, so, we'll be good. Then. Yep. So, yeah, look out for the Lady Pirates. And um, we'll be back next week to break down Charleston Southern and uh, talk about the men's schedule as well. So, thanks, Hampton Knight, and go Pirates.